What's up, everybody, and welcome back into Pace the Nation, broadcasting from Studio 1A here in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Here we are again in the heart of Arlington County. It's Clarendon, of course. Back again for episode number 110. A big show to get to today, guys. A big, big show. Excited to be joined by a couple of co-hosts. To my right today, it's Joanna Russo. Joanna, what's up? Happy Pride. Yeah, happy Pride to you. I see you got your Pride uh, t-shirt on. No, actually, that's a tank top. Oh, it's a tank top, yeah. Yeah, we have those, you know, shameless plug. We have those Pride shirts, tank tops, all the uh, beautiful rainbow gear at uh, our Pacers running, I think, 14th Street location. Navy Yard, too. Navy Yard, and they've been selling like hotcakes, so... You might want to get them now while, you, while they're still available, you know. Uh, but happy Pride to you. Uh, also, we are excited to be joined by guest co-host today. We're going to introduce to the Pace the Nation Nation, Scott Silverstein. Scott, how are you? What's up, man? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. Well, thank you for joining us. Now, Scott is the head track coach over at Churchill High School in Montgomery County. He also is on the board that selects the all-run Washington team, uh, but also you work for the Washington Post, uh, your full-time job. You're a multi-platform editor over at the Washington Post. What what does that mean? Well, it just means um, that the newspaper world is changing, mm-hmm. and so we no longer just edit for print. We also edit for the web, and we edit for various social media. Um, so that's what multi-platform really means. Okay. All right. So that... Uh, so you're in media, so that qualifies you as a good guest host, I guess. You're a track coach, Sometimes. and probably the, his best qualification for being a good guest host is you're a fan of the show. Yeah, I have uh, listened to every episode. Every episode. Listen, wow. that is that is the standard right there. If you want to be a guest host on the show, that's the standard. First of all, Docs has got to be out of town. Uh, but every episode of the show, Wow. That's awesome. But I do not have a middle name that starts with E. Just- <laughs> well, that's that's fine. You've listened to every episode, even the tweets episodes. Have you listened to those too? I have. Oh wow, that's that's impressive. There's and always one little nugget in there that makes it worth th- it. Th- absolutely, at least one nugget in there. Um, that's awesome. So, well, thank you for for listening. Uh, your coach over at Churchill High School, you were the uh, 2007 All Met Coach of the Year. Uh, we're gonna have. Uh, two all met athletes in here. They were all met uh, athletes of the year. Brandon McGordy is going to join us. We're also going to have Rachel MacArthur. Uh, Brandon's of Chantilly High School. Rachel MacArthur's at Patriot High School. Uh, so we're excited to be joined by them. We're going to talk about you know them being all met, what their future plans hold uh, for their running, um, and you know what they're going to do uh, this last couple weeks of the of the season. So excited to be joined by. Uh, those those star high school athletes. Also in today's program, we're going to do a little bit of our, our regu- regularly scheduled program. I, I want to talk about uh, a couple of previous guests of Pace the Nation that are sort of in the news. I always like to highlight that. That's going to be the, the program for today. But uh, Scott, we'll start with you. Thanks again for, for, for joining us. So you're a high school coach at Churchill, so you're going to be our, our, our resident expert here when we talk to uh, Brandon and and Rachel, how long have you been at Churchill High School? So uh, I spent one year at Whitman as an assistant coach in 2002 um, and then left Whitman when uh, Steve Hayes returned to the coaching mm-hmm. job. He took a year hiatus. Um, and then uh, I wound up at Churchill um, coaching distance as an assistant coach uh, starting in 2003. Um, the weird thing is that I was actually a sprinter in high school. So really? I really didn't know much about distance at that and point. are you from this area uh yeah i went to montgomery blair okay um and that's one of the reasons uh i wound up at whitman um was that one of my best friends uh from high school a guy named c bettis um he and i were uh co-captains our senior year at blair and he was the head coach at whitman in 2002 and he asked me to uh be one of his assistants so you've been over at churchill for almost 15 years i mean the high school scene around here is amazing. I mean, we're going to talk to two of the best in the country that are, are running for Northern Virginia high school uh, schools, but there's also stud athletes from Montgomery County. And you guys have had a lot of studs over the years. Talk about some of the athletes you've had over at Churchill. Uh, well, this year we, we had a girl named Julia Rayson, um, who uh, she was a senior, um, graduated a couple weeks ago. 
Um, and she's uh, the number one steeplechaser in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's a, a good miler, um, 505, um, not quite on, you know, Rachel's level. Right. But, um, you know, she's, you know, one of the top milers in the state. But she also, she really excels at the steeplechase. Um, and there's steeplechase in, in high school? I mean, how, I, I, didn't, I know it's a college. It's participated in the college level and the professional level. The only... Uh, uh, state in the country that I know of that competes the steeple is New York. Okay. Um, so if you got, if you go and look on, you know, one of the track websites like mile split and you look at the top kids, uh, which I did a couple days ago, you know, out of the top 25, um, there's, you know, 21 from New York. Wow. Um, because that's actually uh, an event that they compete at the state meet. Um, so around here, um, it's kind of a special event. There's some tracks that have, um, you know, the ability to host the steeplechase. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgetown Prep has one, yep. but remember that's a boys' school, so they don't have the girls' <laughs> steeples. Oh, right. uh, they built their own, um, you know, Walter Johnson built them a while back. Um, T.C. Williams, T.C. Williams has one, here, yeah. and, and we've gone to the T.C. Williams meet the last three years. Um, she, you know, each year she's set the meet record there. Um, and uh, this year we went over to, um, to Dunbar in D.C., um, and uh, they have one, so um, you know it's uh, you have we you have to seek out meets yeah to to do it, and you know it's not like we have steeples for her to work on. Um, last year I borrowed um, one of the built you know the the steeples that um, Georgetown Prep had, um, and we just had her doing it in the sand pit. Um, yeah. you know, she's going to uh, nationals on Saturday. Um, so we've been uh, training for the last couple of weeks, really focusing on steeple. That's awesome. And then after that, she's actually going to race in Israel um, at the Maccabee Games. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what she's uh, doing there yet. I would assume some of the middle distance stuff. So she'll be at Maryland next year, uh, running in Greensboro uh, next week for the uh, New Balance Nationals, where Brandon, our, our, our next guest, will be racing as well. Uh, but you've been at Churchill for almost 15 years. Tell me, tell me about how the, I mean, the high school scene, I was just talking about how great it is here locally. How's high school running changed? You know, it, it just keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you look at what uh, would have made states in cross country when I first started. And, you know, my first year at Churchill, I think we had girls, you know, running our fifth, sixth, seventh, who were running 24s. Right. And that just isn't close to cutting it anymore. <laughs> um, I know we made states that year with a girl running in, you know, somewhere in that in cross country. And now, you know, if you have a girl who's outside of the 21s, you know, you're probably not making it. So just the overall level has gotten better. And, I, you know, I, I think I think Virginia at this point is one of the top places in the country, northern Virginia, mm-hmm. for high school running. I mean, if you just look at – the kids they put out the last, you know, two to three years. I mean, you you had three kids go pro last year um, out right. of high school. Um, two from T.C. Williams right. and then Drew Hunter. Yep. yep. And you look at Rachel and, and uh, Kate Murphy, and you look at Brandon McGordy and you and all the McGordys, and you right. just look at, at the quality of the kids that have come out. And, you know, we haven't necessarily had that quality of kid in Maryland um, recently, but we race them, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, when we see them in cross country, so – you know, I always feel like when you race kids um, who are faster than you, uh, the competitiveness of the race makes your kids better as well. You know, so, you know, and, and I've always felt that even in practice. You know, if we've got um, one good kid, then, you know, that kid will drag everybody else to make them better. So participation levels, you know, not necessarily at Rachel's or uh, or, or, or Brandon or, or, or even uh, your, your, uh, your athlete, Julie. Uh, participation levels are, are, are pretty high in Montgomery County. How many kids are coming out for your, your, your track team? Well, uh, the most we've had, we had 216 one wow. year. Um, it was actually one year, I think it was like 2005 when I was assistant. And it, it really I was, was at a- Yorktown in, 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 in the 90s, and, and I mean, it was we, we had big teams at 100. Yeah. So you're having double that. It's, it's unmanageable, frankly. Wow. Um, in Montgomery County, and I don't know what it's like elsewhere, but in Montgomery County, we get you know, for the outdoor track season, we get four paid coaches. Wow. That's um, not, so not, last right. year, last year we had, we, we've been cutting for seven or eight years now and they're not crazy cuts. Um, but last year we had 190 kids and it, you know, when you have four coaches and 190 kids, you're talking, you know, 47 kids per coach. I mean, there's, you wouldn't do that in a classroom. Um, you know, you don't have that class size. So 
how can we teach them? How can these kids get better if we have four coaches and 190 kids? So we felt like we felt we did a disservice. So this year we were about 118. Um, you know, we went from about 90 to 95 sprinters to somewhere between 40 and 45. And we got better this year. Yeah. And, and that's, the, that's what you're trying to do. I mean, you know, you're not going to, not every kid is going to win a state title. Right. You know, and so your goal with every kid is for them to start somewhere and finish somewhere else. You know, I mean, I had a, I can tell you, you know, we get just as much satisfaction out of, um, I, I had a kid named Ian Murren this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a senior, just graduated. His freshman year, he was the slowest kid on the team. Um, he came to me during indoor track and said, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not doing well. I don't have a lot of friends here. I, and, you know, he, he was really upset. And I told him, no, you can't quit. Nice. I didn't let him quit. <laughs> um, and I've told this story before, yeah. you know, to him. And, you know, he, he's running a 504, 503 mile wow, now as fantastic. a senior. You know, uh, he, he didn't quite get that five-minute sub-five sure. that he wanted to. But, you know, that's what happens when, you know, you get – that's what happens when kids put in work. Yeah. And you get that satisfaction from that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great to hear the participation numbers. I mean, we've talked about on this podcast before that participation numbers in some, you know, road races and – marathons have been flat to you know a little bit down so that's great to hear that the numbers and 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 the high school running world is 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 really sound like they're really strong uh you're also over at the washington post uh we meant we we talked about what a multi-platform editor is um the washington post every year selects an all-met team of the year for every sport uh you were the 2007 all-met coach of the year Tell us a little about that team, that 2007 team. Uh, I felt, I still feel, like that was one of the top teams in the country that year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I won for the indoor season. Okay. Um, you know, the outdoor season is when I felt we were one of the top teams in the country. Um, you know, a lot of it had to do with, uh, we had a really, really good athlete uh, whose name was Audrey Garriepi Bogey. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, at our county meet that year, she won four events and not only won them, but she set the county record in all four um you know at states that year and outdoor she won uh three events and was second in another so 38 out of the 40 maximum points wow um she still holds i think three or four state uh records in um the height uh she uh, i think it's three one indoor hurdles and then indoor and outdoor high jump um and you know when you have a kid like that you're only as good as the kids you have and when you have a kid like that you know it raises everybody up mm-hmm. um you know, the unfortunate thing that year was that um, we were one of the top teams in the country. I thought we were, um, you know, we would have won a ton of state meets. But in our state, we had the number one team in the country, which was Eleanor Roosevelt. And right. um, I think that year they won almost every relay at nationals. Yeah, um, that's, our buddy Desmond Dunham is, was over there at the time. Yep. Yeah, we finished second to them yep. a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, you know, we didn't get the state title, but, you know, we were pretty happy with what we did. And Scott, of course, you're involved in the selection of the All Run Washington team. Um, how long has that been going? I, I want to say four years. Yeah, but I think it it's been be four five. years. I think it's four? I think it's four years. Um, so the, each year, you guys, uh, you and a, a panel of coaches, select the the best athletes, the best 62 athletes in the uh, the area, um, and that's a you know that's a tough tough list to compile because there's a lot of great athletes. Yeah. Tell us about that process. First of all, one of the big things about it is, is that it brought a bunch of coaches into a room Mm -hmm. who may or may not have known each other. And I found it incredibly useful to talk to, um, Mangan over at Lake Braddock and Chris Pellegrini, um, at West West Springfield, just to hear about their experiences and what they do. And, and it gives you know, it gave me ideas of what I need to do differently or what I can bring into my program. And I think we need more of that, honestly. Um, You know, I I know, you know, the Fairfax coaches probably talk and the Montgomery coaches, we certainly talk. But I would love to see more, you know, of that That cross connection. um, Because, you know, we're all out here for the same thing. I mean, yes, we want to win, but we're all just trying to make our kids better and make sure that you know, we're sending the kids off to college, you know, to, you know, programs who deserve to, you know, go to programs. Um, so I've always found that really, really useful just to, to listen to them talk. Um, you know, especially, you know, you got a guy like, you know, Mangan who has, 
year in and year out had you know teams you know winning titles and and nationally and going to nationalize yeah. you know yeah so um but you know the the process um you know at least for me i usually kind of um a lot of it's done you know uh before you get to the meeting you have to kind of look and and go through state meets and county meets and region meets and conference meets and say and look hey who this kid won or you know this girl won and kind of compile a list of um you know uh, my top you know 15 kids um in the area um because you know that's where we start with is those area kids yep um and you know we kind of go around the room and we nominate about 15 total um and then kind of pare it down to the 10 for the all area and and honestly usually the first eight nine kids pretty easy and it's always yes, that last nice. one or two or t- yeah. that, you know, we have some, you know, things to talk about. The one we just did recently, that's really what it was on both sides. It was really, you know, I think the 10th the boy and the 10th yeah. girl. Um, and obviously we're never going to say yeah. who those 10th yeah, boy and right. 10th girl are. But, um, you know, we that's where the most of the talk was. And, you know, and, and it's interesting because, um, you know, for instance, you know, as a Montgomery County coach, there are three Montgomery County coaches there we don't know the details on some of these Virginia kids. Sure. You know, we had a kid on our list who may or not may not be in, um, you know, a Virginia school next year. So, um, you know, we don't know these things. So we rely on the Virginia coaches for that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, with Virginia, especially on the boys side coming back, being um, significantly stronger, um, you know, we rely on those Virginia coaches to kind of, you know, direct us a little bit. So you select the all run Washington team, which is, 10 boys and 10 girls, and that's the area. We're talking D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Those are the best of the best. And then you have your regional teams below that. Yeah, I think that the, we basically do Fairfax, Montgomery, um, PG. Um, I think it goes out to Loudoun and mm-hmm. Alexandria. Um, I think that's the general area. Um, I can't remember whether we did Prince William or not. I, I feel like we didn't do Prince right. William. Um, so, you know, it's not a huge area. It's smaller um, than the posts area, for instance. Right. So, you know, whereas the post will grab people from Annapolis, um, we won't. So, yeah. you know, because obviously run Washington's reach is a little less. It's just, re- yeah, yeah, just this region, DC, Maryland, Virginia. So then once we do those top 10, um, then we break, you know, break up into, uh, there are three Maryland coaches. Um, I think there's three DC and, and three Virginia. And then we pick the next seven, kind of our all Maryland team. Those are the kids who don't quite, make you know the all region team but mm-hmm. are pretty good still right well that list is going to be out uh, in the next edition of the run washington magazine uh that they, we have a big celebration uh in august and uh, those kids will be uh celebrated and it's a really cool thing that uh charlie ban and and the team at run washington does so excited uh and so thank you for being a part of that so at the washington post i know you're not involved in the uh selection of these kids uh, but tell us how Brandon and Rachel were, were selected as all uh, men athletes of the year. You know, I, again, I, you're right. I don't really have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of know the process just because I'm there. And, you know, the, the reporter, uh, Dan Roth, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I sometimes talk to him at meets and, and help him out a little bit. Um, he's gotten pretty good at knowing what's going on as far as track. But, you know, track is one of those things at um, – especially, at, you know, at the Washington Post, that um, we get a lot of reporters coming in and out. And sure. not a lot of them know a lot about track. So I kind of try to, you know, say, hey, this is what's going on. Yep. And, um, but, but Dan uh, has done a great job. I mean, I've re- read his stuff. He does a yeah, really good job. Yeah, and he does. And, and frankly, you know, like when he first started, I, you know, kind of tried to point him in the right direction. I haven't done that at all this year. Right. He, he knows what he's doing now. And, and really, you know, they all met teams from what I can tell a lot of it has to do with, you know, you rely on what the reporters see. Sure. So, you know, with track, you know, Dan is out at a lot of the big meets and, you know, you rely on what he sees. Um, I know the process starts really, um, with emails and, you know, as a coach, I get these emails. Um, but I, and basically these emails are ask every coach to go ahead and nominate kids for the all met pro, you know, process. And, and really, I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, Hey, let's make sure we don't miss anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, who is your ideal, you know, athlete of the year in your conference, who is the ideal athlete of the year 
uh, in the area. And I think that kind of puts, you know, thoughts into the reporter's yep. heads. And it goes for everything, for softball, for baseball, for soccer. Um, you know, that's the way it kind of works. It starts with that. Um, but really, I think it comes down to, you know, Dan and or whoever else is, you know, covering a certain sport, um, you know, really knowing what they're talking about and, you know, picking a team. And look, kids get left out. Sure. You know, um, coaches aren't always going to be happy. I think we probably get a ton of complaints. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, because, you know, hey, why is my kid not chosen? You know, and that's only natural. Coaches do that. But as the expert on the podcast today of the high school running scene, do you think they got it right for the athletes of the year this year? I thought so. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was that hard. And, and I, don't, <laughs> right. I don't think right. I don't think Dan thought it was that hard right. either. But, um, you know, I you know, you've got two kids who are I mean, I mean, we're talking about Brandon, who's I think he's number two in the country in the 800 right yeah. now. And Rachel's number one in the 1600 and, you know, somewhere in the top three or four in the 800 in the country. It's kind of hard not to pick, you know, kids when they're at that level. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, we're going to bring them in. We're going to talk to them all about this stuff. Uh, the all met athlete of the year, their college choices, running in general, life in general. It's Rachel MacArthur from Patriot high school and Brandon McGordy from Chantilly joining us next here on pace the nation. All right, welcome back to the program, and now very excited to be joined by both all-Met track athletes of the year that the Washington Post selects. It's Rachel MacArthur and Brandon McGordy. Guys, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Well, um, I wanted to start off with, so Scott works at the Washington Post. He's also a track coach over at Churchill. Uh, he wasn't involved in the selection, but how exciting was it for you guys to be selected the athletes of the year uh, it was really cool it was cool because uh both of us actually got it indoor as well um so just to have it both track seasons um and our last track seasons of high school um was kind of a really cool way to, to finish it off were you surprised rachel um i wasn't too surprised just because after we got it for indoor i just assumed it would carry to outdoor which it, it did so yeah, and you've had such, you both have had such great seasons. I mean, great careers. Uh, at Rachel at Patriot High School and then Brandon at Chantilly. Talking to Scott before you guys came on, you make your decisions on where to go to college so early, like in November of last year. Was it hard to stay motivated to keep going, you know, all the way through April, May, and we here we are in June? Uh, for me, it really wasn't that hard. Um because once I, I made my college decision, I feel like that was kind of like a, a big thing off my shoulders. Obviously, it was a really fun experience, but just to, to know where I was going was a, a really big relief for me. Um, and it kind of just made the, the rest of my high school track career, I was able to just have a lot of fun with it um, and just know that college is going gonna, is gonna to come. But I, I have more high school goals that I, that I wanted to achieve. Now, Rachel, I, I, I mean, when I was in high school 20-some years ago, I would definitely have senioritis where I would like – just you're already going to Villanova. You had you had uh, you know made that decision. You you must have you know not tried quite as hard on the tests later on in the year, right? I mean, I think it was for everybody. Once you get into college, and once it's kind of nearing the end of senior year, you just get tired. And even with running and everything, I was exhausted. But like Brandon said, like after I officially committed, it was kind of just like a weight lifted off of me. And now I had a purpose. I was running for Villanova in a way. Now is that I just wanted to get there and start running so. but schoolwork i mean you oh, guys aren't trying yeah, yeah. I just, I just you're not trying school. quite as hard right as, like i wouldn't say i just stopped working hard but i didn't work as hard all right good i feel better i mean these are like highly motivated kids here at least they're somewhat normal i'd say like because uh, if it was me i'd have a hard time going to class but these days i mean scott you're a coach these kids are all taking super high ap classes and do you have AP exams still, or is school pretty much over at this point? Um, I graduated last Tuesday, actually, so I'm, nice. I'm done. Wow. And Br Brandon, for uh, you? For me, I already took all my AP exams. Um, this coming week, I have all my final exams for my classes, and then the following week, I graduate. So wow. That's awesome. All right. Well, let's talk about the process of, of making the decision. Uh, a lot of our listeners would probably have no idea what it's like. Uh, Brandon, we'll start with you. You had... 
a number of schools. You were looking at Stanford. You were looking at Oregon. You were looking at Penn State. You were looking at Villanova, and ultimately it came down to Stanford. What was the process like for you? Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, I, like, right when I started off, obviously I, I had a bigger list than that. Um, and it was actually kind of cool when I was when I was looking. I was at the, the Nike Elite Camp um, during the trials, so a lot of the coaches were there. Um, so that was kind of like the, the start of it all, I guess, where I was really meeting the coaches and talking to them. Um, and that kind of – I started with like a list of ten schools, I think, um, and just really kept my view wide. Um, and just talking with my parents and brothers, I decided to – we had – you can take five visits, but I decided just to take four visits – um, to those four schools you listed, um, and when it came down to it, I just knew Stanford was right for me. So your bro- you're, you've got two brothers who lo- who run in college. Um, your uh, one of your, one of your brothers is at Stanford right now. Was that part of the decision? Was that making it easier? Was that easier to make the decision to go to Stanford because he was there? Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah, a lot of people like joke with that. Like, are you going there because uh, he's there? And I would say de- it's definitely not one of like the leading factors because he will only be there for a year. Um, so I wanted to make it my decision and I feel like that's just kind of like a cherry on top that he'll be there for a year. That's awesome. Have you guys ever been on the same team together like you will be next year? Uh, no, I've actually never been in the same school as him. Um, cause when really? I was in elementary school, when I came to elementary school, he switched to the, uh, Oak Hill, which is like the GT program. Um, and then I did that later on, but yeah, so I've never even gone to school with him. Um, so this is just going to be a lot of fun. That's awesome. And, and Rachel, for you. You're going to run for Gina over at Villanova, which is just has an amazing history and, uh, you know, great school as well. What were the other schools that you were looking at? Um, I visited uh, Berkeley out in California, mm-hmm. Syracuse, and UNC Chapel Hill. And uh, it, it, it came down to Villanova, obviously. I think distance played a, played a large role just because when I went to Berkeley, it was really far from home, and the traveling was kind of a hassle. Same with Syracuse. There's a lot of snow problems right. up there visiting <laughs> yep. the first time. I had to reschedule my, um, my visit once, and already that was kind of not what I wanted. I didn't want travel to be that difficult for me. So um, it came down to just distance was a main thing. Villanova is really easy to get to. I mean, obviously there's a lot of other factors that played into my decision, but um, out of all of them, Villanova just had the best. Yeah, it's a great, great school, great track history, like Stanford, uh, but it's downtown Philly, right? Like an urban setting. Um, No, not Scott. Scott saying no. Scott, you've been there. Have you? Is it not not an urban? It's it's north of the city. Okay, so it's north of the city because I'm picturing you like running downtown and no places to run there. Right outside Philadelphia. Okay, gotcha. All right, so, yeah, the great, I mean, there's been great athletes to go there, so obviously uh, there are great places to run. Um, how will you get there? Do you take the train there? This is interesting yeah. to me. You take the train there? Do you, do you drive there? Or? Yeah, I mean, we can drive or take the train conveniently enough. There's a train station 15 minutes from my house, and it goes straight through campus, so... I'm probably going to take the train most of the time when I come back to visit my family a lot, which I probably will do quite a bit my first year just because um, they'll miss me and I'll miss them. Right. So it'll be, it'll be easy to travel back and forth. But, yeah, the train is going to be our main source of Yeah, because I, I don't know if there's a train that goes out to Stanford or not, but probably your brother Sean probably does flights most of the time, I'd imagine. How often does he get back from uh, Stanford to, to, to Northern Virginia? Um, not not that often, yeah. I would say. Uh, he's actually still in California. Right see you now. later, Mom and Dad. Well, you're, you're not going to see much of Brandon anymore. Yeah, he's, he got into the grad program there, so he's staying there this summer and starting that. Um, so he doesn't come back as much as probably the, the normal college student, but he still gets to come back for, for trips and stuff. Um, and especially now that I'm the, the youngest, uh, my parents will have no kids at home anymore, so they're definitely going to be able to come out to, to Stanford a lot more. So as a coach, one of the things that I learned really early was when you have uh, an older sibling who is really good, um, you need to distance the older sibling. In other words, you don't say, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you, you know, your, your brother or your sister was a great runner. We expect you to be this. Um, how did you feel going into uh, Chantilly um, with having not just one, but two older brothers who were great? And how did your coaches deal with that and not pl- necessarily placing those expectations on you? Yeah, I think that's definitely a big thing. I mean, uh, coming into high school, everyone's just asking me, like, oh, when are you going to win all your state titles <laughs> and do all this? And I mean, even just walking in, I look at the Chantilly record board and I just see Sean down the whole thing. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, Sean and Ryan definitely set the standard high. 
Uh, I mean, coming into high school, I didn't even know if I really wanted to, to run, but uh, I really made it my own thing. I wanted to make it my own journey. Um, and I think that I, mean, I don't even, I didn't really do the events uh, they did totally, so that kind of helped, I think. But uh, my parents were really supportive of me, just saying that this was going to be my journey. Um, and uh, that's how I kind of took it. And um, I didn't focus on what they were doing. I focused on what I was doing. Um, but they're, they're extremely supportive. Um, I was able to have two years in high school with Ryan. Um, and I really attribute a lot of what I am as a runner to him. He really helped me grow. Um, and next year with Sean, I think will be the same thing. So we're all really supportive of each other. And it's never anything negative. Was that part of the reason why you started with high jump, for instance, um, your freshman year? Uh, I think that was that was to make my dad happy because <laughs> uh, he was a decathlete. Um, so he he wanted me to pole vault as well. Cause How high did you jump, by the way? I jumped 6'5", was my best. Oof, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, so not bad. But uh, I, I just stopped that in the later years just to injury prevention. I didn't sure. want to risk uh, an event that I wasn't going to pursue in college. But uh, I had a lot of fun with that in high school. It was, it was kind of fun to just have something outside of running that I could go do at meets. Did you do the vault? Uh, I tried it freshman year. I never did it in any meets. Um, that just, that just yeah, wasn't for me. I'm not sure if uh, Chris Miltenberg would be psyched if you were out there doing the vault, uh, getting ready for Stanford next year. So I read somewhere, uh, Brandon, that you had, um, you know, I want to talk about you guys earlier running history and running as use. Um, it wasn't always easy for you. You had a condition that prevented you from running? Uh, yeah, so I was born with uh, something called malrotation which is pretty much uh, like in development. Uh, a lot of my insides were flipped the wrong way. Um, so normally that's diagnosed early on, but somehow I made it to middle school without them knowing that. Uh, I'd all, always had like issues, but it was always like misdiagnosed. Mm -hmm. um, so when they found that out, I was uh, rushing to surgery actually, because what happened is like my intestines um, kinked up because they were all twisted. Um, so pretty much they had to take everything out and kind of rearrange me and fix that. Wow. Um, How old were you then? I was in seventh grade. Seventh then. grade, wow. And uh, since then I've had uh, two or three more surgeries on just other um, ab like abdomen issues. Um, and actually at, at the I've been waiting this whole season because at the end of this season I have to have another one. Wow. Um, that's kind of been a little bit like nerve-wracking the whole season knowing that. But I've just tried to take that out of my memory. Um, yeah. And that'll come at the end of the season. Yeah. And, I mean, you've, you've had a, a killer season. You're going you're gonna to race uh, New Balance Nationals next week in Greensboro. Um, what, what events are you, you running there? Um, so I'm running the Swedish SMR on Friday. Swedish? Um, Wait, like, a yeah. like the country, Sweden? Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's an interesting SMR. It's um, the 100. All right, slow down. Hold on. SMR. What does SMR stand Friend for? Friend Relay. Okay. Scott knew that. He's looking at me like, cool, come on. This is, this is easy stuff here. It's okay. Yeah, so the yeah. normal SMR goes 200, 200, 400, 800. Um, and that's what we ha we ran indoor, and actually that's what we have the national record in. Mm -hmm. um, but just with the guys we have now, the better relay we thought for us is the Swedish SMR, which is 100, 200, 300, 400. Um, and I'll run the 400 leg on that, and that's on Friday. And then on Sunday, I'll run the Open 800. Okay. Um, so, Rachel, I, you know, we were talking a little bit about – I wanted to talk a little bit about your, your background and, and growing up as a, an, an athlete here in Northern Virginia – when did you know that you were, you know, a good runner? Did you know early or did it wait? Did it come later in high school? Well, in middle school, uh, I was okay. I mean, middle school days weren't really like right. a standout runner or anything. I think I ran a decent mile. And when you run a good mile in middle school, it's like you're the fastest. All right. So student, middle so. school, like what time would you have run in, in, in middle school? I think my mile was like a five. 28. Mm, that's pretty good was, for middle school. Good yeah. For like an eighth grader, I guess. Yeah, I'd say pretty good for yeah. an eighth grade boy or girl. Yeah. 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 So I did that in middle school and I didn't think it was that impressive. I guess some people did, but I didn't really that much. But my sophomore year in high school was when I started um, kind of winning some bigger races when I won NXR for cross country, which mm -hmm. is just a big regional meet. Um, you know, that was a big deal for me. So I think that's when I realized at first, you know, maybe I am a little better than I than I think. And then we won Penn Relays as well that year. And I just went on and ran some good times. My A lot of my PRs are from sophomore year. But, um, yeah, so I think that was the first year I really kind of broke out of my shell. Yeah, so did, did now did you, you guys grow up, both you guys grow up doing other sports or was running kind of always your thing? Yeah, I played soccer for – 
quite some time, I think all through middle school, a little bit through elementary school. And then my freshman year, I quit soccer to run track. Okay. And Brandon, you, 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 uh, kind of had the bloodlines. Your brothers both compete in college right now. And your mom was a stud at Langley. And then did she compete in college as well? Yeah. So both my parents actually competed at UNC. At uh, UNC. Um, okay. I was a decathlete and my mom was a distance runner. Um, so that's kind of like where they started dating and stuff. Um, but growing up for us, obviously with both of them being collegiate athletes, um, we could have been pressured into track. Sure. The, the way that they did it is just kind of let us do whatever we wanted. So all of us played soccer. Um, I played basketball for a while, uh, just like my height. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, we'll tweet out a picture of all of us together. I mean, how tall are you? I'm six, 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 six. I mean, so a lot of people would say, let's put him, uh, you know, at small forward or center. Yeah. So, I mean, even now, a lot of the questions when I meet people, it's always, do you play basketball? Yeah. Um, and I always know I'm a runner, but, uh, yeah. So, we all switched over to track in high school. Um, it's kind of cool. We all ended up following that path. You were talking about uh, going out to the Nike camp. Um, what you didn't mention was that that 408 was uh, part of the Olympic trials last year. Can you talk about that experience a little bit? Uh, that was an amazing experience. Uh, just the whole camp in general, uh, meeting a lot of those guys and girls uh, that were top runners. Um, a lot of those guys I'm still really close with. Um, outside of that, they all went on a lot of my recruiting trips with me. Um, so just forming bonds with guys like that was, was really special. And then uh, just racing at Hayward Field was, was an amazing experience. Uh, like I said, that, that 408, I think I got like seventh in that race or something. Wow. So uh, that was a crazy fast mile. It kind of dragged me to a P That was a five-second PR at the time. Um, so that just that made it pretty easy for me. Um, but just that whole camp in general, seeing the, the huge crowd at Hayward Field, um, and then actually my, my brother was in the Olympic trials, so I got to stay after um, and watch the whole thing, and that was an incredible meet to be at. So let's talk about your, your, your season here. Um, I guess, Rachel, you, you've had a kind of a rough year as a junior. You had like a tear in your quad or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Um, during cross country, I did have a slight tear in my quad, and that just took me out after nationals to rest a little bit. Luckily I still, no, let me think. Yeah. Junior, I made nationals. So okay. I rested after that. And then I did, um, have a, I think a stress reaction or stress fracture in my sacrum through the track season during, um, my junior year. And that's kind of a really hard injury to heal just with cross training and everything. It's hard to, to bike, which is a main part of my cross training. So I would be in the pool a lot and trying to get around that and mentally too, everything, just all my injuries happening were, kind of uh mentally exhausting yeah and so junior year i sort of i'd say took it easy a little bit and didn't go as hard as i as i um thought i was gonna go but uh yeah it was mainly just the stress fracture of my sacrum that took a long time to heal but you came back with a vengeance yeah. your senior year and have done awesome this year yeah, yeah talk about this year yeah my cross country season this year again wasn't that strong i think missing last year cross country a lot of it just Mentally, I didn't want to do it this year. I was not looking forward to going back into that. But my track season, I was really excited for that. I really wanted to try the 800 because last year I finished my season with a 206, which was the first time I had um, dipped under 208, I think. So 206, and that's um, for a half mile. So if mm -hmm. anybody listen, the Pace the Nation Nation, you're listening here, that's two laps around the track, and that's an average of 63 seconds per lap, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So 206 is what you, wow, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. But, but you've even run faster than that yeah. uh, this year. So I ran that last year at the end of my season yep. at our state meet. And then I've been really working on it this season. I think I've run 206 a couple times now. I ran 205 at a collegiate meet. And then we did re we've done a lot of four by eight relays and I split a 203. So that was a big step for me. I'm just trying to run that open now. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you're doing that. You're going to go out to uh, Seattle next week. Tell us about that. Yeah, I'll be racing Saturday. I'm not sure what time, but mm -hmm. I'm in the the Open 800, which will be my last race of high school. So uh, I really want to get the, the state record in the eight, actually, which is a 204. So that's my goal for next weekend. So, Rachel, you're going to Brooks and not going to uh, Nationals. Um, what went into that decision um, to choose one or the, over the other? Um, well, I did Brooks last year, and I didn't have an amazing race, but I ran, I think, a 4.45 mile, and I got third. And there was also kind of a, a trip up in it. A girl went down in front of me. So it was kind of a messy race, but it was a really fun experience, and 
I got to meet a, a lot of people. And just concerning that this is my last year and it's my last season, and we don't have a relay that's going to New Balance that I would do anything with. Um, I just wanted to go back to Brooks just to have that, you know, that kind of fun meet again just to conclude my season, but also kind of have a clean race this year. And I, I want to do a fast eight and run a fast eight, and I feel that there's going to be a strong field at Brooks, so hopefully there will be. But again, it's just it's just a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. So that's how I want to end my year. Did you guys watch? Uh, I'm sure uh, Brandon with your brother at, at Stanford. Do you guys watch some of the NCAA meet? Um, and if you did, did you see? I mean, that the qualifying times for the 800 Division One NCAA meets. I mean, if you're running those sort of times, you're going to qualify for the final. <laughs> yeah, I know the races are very strategic right. in college, so it might be a little harder than to. Uh, to do, but I think confidence-wise, if I can run those times now, um, then I think I, I should be prepared to face that level of competition next year. No no question. And same for you, uh, Brandon. I'm, I'm sure you watched the race. Your brother, I guess, was, was injured. Uh, his teammate, I think, won the 5K. I mean, that's pretty exciting, right? Yeah, so uh, Grant uh, Fisher, was he won the 5K, which was huge. Yeah. Um, he's a sophomore, so, I mean, that was amazing for him. Um, Actually, I should say it's your teammate in a couple of weeks here, yeah, too. So uh, yeah, that's yeah, really neat. Since, yeah, I've gotten close with him. He was actually my host on my visit. Um, so I, I'm super excited for him. Obviously, I wish uh, Sean was able to run and then see the meet, but he'll, he'll bounce back from this injury. Um, and I'm really excited for, for all of us to hopefully. Yeah, uh, you, you guys are going to have an awesome team, including you. Um, but you, 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 this year you've run uh, 148, and I, I guess your, your, your best time in the, the mile is 408. What, would you call yourself an 800 meter? Would you call yourself a miler? What do you think? Uh, definitely 800, okay. I think. Um, I, I don't like the 408, I was obviously happy with, but I think uh, I'm definitely an 800 runner for now. Um, and I think that's what I'll be in college. Uh, I think I'll also run the 15, and I'll be on the, the 4x4. But I think as of now, I'm mostly eight guy. Um, I could see it maybe going to a 15 later, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, and and you've run some some incredible 800s, some epic 800s, and in this age, now I went to college, you know, 20 some 20 years ago, and and they didn't have the internet, and they didn't have you know every single race being televised, and you guys at your level, your big races are all televised. Uh, one of the races I remember from from you, Brandon, was this incredible meet. At Charlottesville, uh, last last year or maybe it was two years ago, where you beat Drew Hunter. Uh, tell us about that race, and we're going to tweet out that link because I still think it's on the internet. Um, I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. Uh, tell us about that race. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's. But uh, that, oh, that's, that's Rachel. She's that's uh, Rachel's boyfriend. Oh, right on. Okay. But, uh, so that's, wow. Okay. But yeah, that yeah, was, tell, yeah, let's talk some trash about him then. Uh, Perfect. The biggest <laughs> thing for me in that meet was time. Um, obviously, with Drew and Alex Lamong being in that race, I knew it was going to go quick. Um, and just my mindset was just to hammer in the beginning, and that's what I did. Uh, if you watch the race, uh, a lot of people think I went out way too hard. Um, which, you went out hard. Which I, I, might, I might agree <laughs> in the last 100 when I was coming in. But, uh, you know, I, I really wanted a time, uh, so I went for that first 400. Um, and I held strong through 600. Uh, I think my last 100 was was like 16, so really fell You could pace. improve on that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was a huge PR at the time for me. And, What'd you run there? Um, well, I was 148. 148? Wow. Yeah, so, uh, and to, to, w to win the race, too, was just something a little extra special. But the time was the biggest goal yeah. for me. Yeah, and it was, it was an, uh, an amazing race to watch. Again, we'll p tweet that out at Pace the Nation. Uh, we'll watch... Uh, Rachel's boyfriend get beat. Who, <laughs> Rachel? Rachel's boyfriend is a professional runner. I mean, Drew is is doing a. I'm giving you know a little bit of a hard time, but he's awesome and, and doing great things. It really is amazing to see what level of high school running there is now. Um, is that? I mean, it's probably just normal for you guys. I mean, when you when we talk about the likes of Drew Hunter and, and the distance size, Drew Hunter and Kate Murphy in the area. Um, I mean, how inspiring is it for, for those guys to be around you? Does that really up your game, Rachel? Yeah, um, it's really cool because all of the runners in the area are pretty close. So, you know, I'm friends with Kate. Obviously, we, we all know each other. Uh, Drew, me, Brandon, Kate, everybody that's kind of at that level is our friends. So mm -hmm. it's always nice after racing these people. You can always go back to them and talk to them. And it's not this competitive, you know, 
I win, I'm superior right. kind of thing. It's like you're friends with them and you want them to get better. You're not hated rivals. Right. You're if, friendly competitors. That's right. good. If anyone's doing bad, you want to help them get better. You talk to them about it. You know, it's it's just all really friendly and it's really motivating to be surrounded by people of uh, this caliber that are obviously all amazing athletes. Yeah, so Kate, we've had Kate on the program before. She made the Olympic trials last year, made it through a round. Um, you've probably had some pretty, and it's amazing that she is also a Northern Virginia runner. You've probably had some pretty competitive heated races with her, right? Yeah. I mean, Kate and I have been racing since my freshman year. We're in the same region. So Mm -hmm. we race regions and States and then some other like nationals we've raced. Um, so it's definitely been crazy to see just how much she's progressed since freshman year. I remember I didn't really know her until sophomore year when we both made it to nationals together at during cross country and then we tied so that's kind of where i think our rivalry really started and then throughout then we've done almost all the same events always i mean we raced the 800 last year at states that was a big race for us we raced the 32 in my sophomore year but um she's definitely come so far it's, it's just crazy you know one day i was racing her just at regionals you know the next day she's at the olympic trial right. it's just like wow like that's my friend up there racing right. so i'm definitely super happy for her and what was it like to win the national title in the 800 indoors? Oh, it was right after, well, we, when I went to nationals for indoor, we did the DMR as well. And um, my race was after that. And so I was a little exhausted. I split, I think, a 42 on the mile the day before. So I was kind of tired. And I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't that motivated going into the 800. But um, I just told myself, run a 206. If you can run a 206, I know that none of the other competitors in the field had ever run that and so if I just trust my if I split even come through in 60 what is that 63 um for my fours then I will be fine and so when I did that and I hit the splits evenly and I you know I won in 206 um it felt it was kind of surreal because it was my first national title but it was it didn't feel like a national title I think because I've run 206 before it just felt like my state meet on another level so it was definitely exciting because, again, my first title, but um, it was kind of also a humbling experience just because I, I can now run that consistently. And, so, so Brandon talked before about going out hard in the 800. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your general strategy with that? You said you just even split. Is that always what you try to do? No. So I've established throughout running my, um, my constant 800s, I've been doing it quite a lot this season, that um, I race faster when I go out um, – really fast so um, really yeah for example i mean that's how it's going to be in college as well i know that is that the first lap gets out the fastest and i think i when i split a 203 i went out in a 59 i think 59 low and it felt fine like i felt comfortable at that pace and um i wish i had gone out that fast in my state meet but i was i was tired from doubling back and i went through in a 60 62 in my state meet and i just knew from that that it was not going to get much faster because it's incredibly hard to negative split in a 800. So from, for me, it's just going out fast is what leads to my PRs. So I'm more comfortable with that. You've gone to Penn Relays a bunch of times. Yes. Does, did that play a role in Villanova at all? I mean, you, Villanova has this great history of success mm-hmm. in Penn Relays, especially the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, were you envisioning yourself, hey, I can run that DMR you know, uh, championship in America over up at Villanova. Well, I actually wasn't really talking to Villanova. Well, I wasn't at all talking to Villanova until, um, last year, junior nationals where a Villanova girl got fourth right behind me. And we just talked going back up to the bleachers and she told me I should check out Villanova. And I wasn't even aware of, wasn't on your radar at all. No, not at all. I never crossed my mind. And so then I realized obviously the next year's pen relays. Wow. They're good at pen relays, but, um, (laughs) Yeah, so now definitely this year when I raced at Penn, it was kind of like I'll be here next year just in a Villanova uniform and I get to be a part of their uh, their team and their legacy that they leave here. So I'm definitely looking forward to it now. Just, no, the years before I was not thinking about that at all. So, Do you like the attention to the sport? Do you like that Flow Track is interviewing you guys or Miles Split and all these uh, you know outlets are covering you guys so closely? Uh, yeah, I think uh, any coverage of the sport just helps it to grow um, with other people seeing it and stuff. Um, so that's, for me, it's it's always fun to see other people start being able to watch. Like, I have my friends in school now can watch my races, um, and that's something that they can always do just because they couldn't come to the meets that are farther away. 
Um, but so the, the, the coverage is, it's, it's really expanding our sport. Yeah. And we're excited that you, both of you guys were on our all run Washington team. Uh, again, they're both all met athletes of the year. Um, but it, it, it can't be easy. And I want you guys to kind of give us, you know, the listeners an idea of, you know, th- you guys have got to be training so much harder than, than, than just the average runner. What's a typical, you know, training week or training day look like for you, Rachel? Um, so my mileage isn't incredibly high for mm-hmm. a runner. I'm probably around 40 miles a week, which might sound like a lot to somebody that doesn't sure. run, but it's, it's not that much. I think that, um, as opposed to my other years in high school running, I've definitely increased, um, my distance and my intensity in my workouts. So a regular day is just, I mean, for me, if I'm not working out, it's just a run. And then, uh, I, I roll out every day. If anyone's familiar, right. just, yep. you know, foam roller, that's, I put my legs up, ice baths. It's just a lot of little things that contribute to, um, just feeling better on my runs and workout days. I do take a lot more seriously. I look at workout days. I prepare for them. Like I prepare for a race, which has made a lot of a, a big difference because, I'm now a lot more prepared and I'm feeling better when I'm working out. So that leads to feeling better when I'm sure. racing. So, yeah. And, and for you, Brandon, is it a lot of time in the weight room? Is it, you know, or is it just running? Uh, for me, I, I don't, I don't lift at all. Really? Right now, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm definitely going to start that in college. Yeah. Um, but that's just something we don't really do that much at my high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like on the distance side. Um, so, I mean, like, other than push-ups and abs that's that's all i do but i know that'll definitely change next year in college um but for now it's just a lot of track workout or track work how many Um, how many track sessions do you do a week uh depending on my race schedule um if i have a meet that week it's two workouts um and if not it's it's three but uh like rachel was saying i agree with that like if i have a if i have a big workout like i'm getting nervous for it like a like a race yeah Um, so I definitely treat those really seriously. And I think uh, for me, I'm, I'm low mileage too. So where I really, where it makes a difference for me is on the track. I do a, a lot of track work. And are you guys giving up other things that your other friends who don't run? Are there a lot of sacrifices that you're making? You can't go to this thing. You can't eat that thing. Is that, th- is that happening at the high school level? I mean, I think there's always just a level of stuff you have to give up, whether that's not staying up super late the night of a race, which obviously you don't want to do, or just... If you're not feeling good, not going out during the day. And it's just little things, but I don't view it as kind of, I don't think it's really giving a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. up because you're putting it towards doing well and running, which I feel like is most important. So there's definitely, like I said, like a lot of little things that you can't do. Like a lot of people might go out every day or go out every night and you can't do that if you want to be a good runner. So you guys are both moving on to the next level. Do you feel pressure being two of the top athletes, you know, in the country to really perform out of the gates at Villanova and Stanford? Uh, I think there's there's always pressure um, when you've succeeded in the past, but I don't really take that as a bad thing. Um, I think it's kind of cool that I feel like if you have that pressure, it means you've done something. Um, so for me, I just I, I don't let it get to my head. I just focus on my own goals, um, and I know I'm gonna I'm gonna work really hard, and and I'm gonna try my best at Stanford, and I think that the results hopefully will show. Yeah, and for you, Rachel, is it are you nervous? Are you feeling like there's uh, you're a huge recruit coming in and there's a lot of pressure on your shoulders no I think my coach and my you know my team my family has done a really good job with just uh preparing me and not pushing me to my max throughout high school so that I do have a lot of potential going into college but if there's any pressure that I'm feeling it's just what I'm putting on myself because knowing that I haven't really trained or done a whole lot or the most that I could be doing throughout high school and I just know that in college um I have so much more room to, to grow and to get better. Do you, do you guys know at this point, um, what your, what events you're going to be running next year? Uh, for me, I think freshman year, I'll definitely be an 800 guy. Um, I know coach Milt's gonna, he, he views the four by four as great, great 800 work as well. That's what I've done all of high school. Um, so hopefully I'll be, I'll be on the four by four and I think I'll definitely get in some 15s and I think later in college, it'll be 815. Yeah, I think same with me. I'm a middle distance runner, and Villanova is a really great middle distance program. So I think I'll be mainly focusing on 800, 1500. But um, I, I love the eight, so I'm hoping I, I stick to that my first year. But it's also up to my coach, so whatever she feels best. Well, I am I am envious. I'm looking at the uh, pictures of you guys um, 
from your spring all met shoot. You guys look like badasses, man. <laughs> what, where, where, where did where did this photo shoot take place? Uh, it was somewhere in D.C. Okay. It was like at, a, at a park okay. um, that we'd both never been to, but it, it was a really cool place. Uh, and for like the game faces, that's that's them telling <laughs> telling us to do that. So we're not really. Uh, You're not that angry. serious. We're not mean, angry people. But, uh. I mean, I, I I'm gonna tweet out. Uh, we'll tweet out both of these pictures of of Ra Rachel. I see you smiling all the time. So they told you to look look yeah. mug, mean mug like that. I'm sure they have a lot of shots in between of me laughing at it, but. <laughs> Yeah, they wanted us to be serious, so we tried. Well, you did a good job. You guys look, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to run into Brandon in a, in a, in a dark alley. Jeez. Um, There's one on Instagram of Rachel where you, you're just staring off into the distance, and it's just like, I'm not paying attention to whatever you're doing. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. a lot of my races, I tend to just kind of have fun and zone out. I never look that serious. That's awesome. Anything, well, again, so. we'll, we'll tweet out those pictures. Great, great pictures. Of, of the all mat athletes of the year. All right, so you're closing down the year. Here we are, June 11th. Man, this time of year, well, I remember when I was a kid. God, I envy these guys. When I was a kid, you know, it would be the last day of school and it's just so much excitement. And uh, so you guys are kind of at that point. Um, talk about maybe some of your high school memories with your teammates, which I know are so important. I'm sure you guys are going to miss your teammates a lot from Patriot and from Chantilly. Yeah, so I think my best memories, I think about these a lot with my teammates, were definitely my sophomore year when we won Penn Relays. Mm -hmm. And this year, not even winning nationals, we got All-American. And it was just really exciting because my sister was on the team this year, our All-American team. And it was just really awesome sharing that experience with them and sharing it with her and just going back to our hotel afterwards and they were all celebrating yeah, with their medals awesome. and their crowns and they were, I just wanted it for them because I had gotten Amer all American previously, but, um, I think it's a lot different when you win a national title as opposed to when you get a big, um, or you win something big with your teammates. It's, it's just a really good feeling. And so pen relays definitely leading up until, um, nationals this year was, was going to be one of my favorite memories ever. Just, the experience and the field and the crowd around you and everybody there just uh you know it, it was really good times yeah uh, yeah well you'll have a lot of a lot of great new new teammates to share pen relays memories with in the future and how about for you brandon your teammates oh uh, yeah so for me um like i was saying earlier a lot of my greatest memories comes with my brother ryan uh running with him in high school um, especially sophomore year, our four by eight um, with me, Ryan, and then two of my other friends, Daniel and Titus. Um, we were able to win the indoor and outdoor state title in wow. that. Um, and that those those memories I'll, I'll have forever because uh, those were some of my, my closest friends. Uh, Daniel's in my grade, so he's still here. Um, but th those memories were amazing for me. Um, so a lot of our great relay success was kind of early on um, when Titus was still there. But uh, even this year, um, we may not be winning state titles in it, but uh, our goals now are like all state. And even with the relays now, the guys I'm, I'm really close with, uh, doing that for them and, and seeing how happy they are after those races, the, I'll always have those memories. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so summer is here, like I was saying, one more race for each of you guys, and then summer break. What, what's the summer break look like? Yeah, so right after Brooks PR for me, the day I get back, actually, um, I'm flying to the Virgin Islands. Nice. So yeah, it'll be Good nice. I'll have a week off um, of running, just taking a break. Uh, but um, when I get back from that, I have a few more vacations planned. I'm not doing a whole lot because I need to train and get ready for college. But I'm going to go into it kind of slow, just give myself a break because it's been a really long season. But um, I'll probably take a full week off, like I said, and then maybe do a little bit of cross training for a week and then start full um, running and then get workouts later, probably next month a little bit. And the plan for you to run cross country? Yeah, yeah. I do plan on running cross country for Villanova, so I'll be upping my mileage quite a bit just to try to adjust to the college level. So, uh, Brandon, Virgin Islands, uh, what, Cancun, what, what's it for you? Uh, for me, after New Balance, actually, the, I graduate that next Wednesday. Um, and Thursday morning, I'm flying to California, and I'm going to run in uh, USA Juniors. Running uh, more, wow, okay. Yeah, Friday and Saturday, and then that'll cap my season. Or if I, if I make the team, then I'll go on. But uh, 
other than that, uh, like I was saying, it's kind of not as exciting, but I have to get surgery. Surgery. <laughs> surgery after the season's done. I, I, I want uh, Rachel's summer. I like her summer way Yeah, better. that sounds a little better than uh, <laughs> surgery, but uh, I'll get through that. Um, I'm sure we, we go to the beach every year with my family. Nice. Uh, I'm sure I'll bounce back from that surgery pretty quickly. Um, and then other than that, it's just family time um, and enjoying the, the last summer before college. And cross country for you or no? I'm going to be redshirted okay. my freshman year for sure. So Awesome, man. Well, we look forward to seeing what you guys do next week. And then, of course, Rachel MacArthur at Villanova, Brandon McGordy at Stanford. Very bright future for the, these guys. I mean, I just it's so envious. Good-looking kids. They got college in front of them. I mean, just life is unbelievable for these guys. Man, I'm so jealous. But thank you guys so much. It's Brandon McGordy. Yeah, He's of you. Chantilly High School. It's Rachel MacArthur. She's of Patriot High School. They're both the all-met athletes of the year that the Washington Post selected. And there's so many more uh, lists of accomplishments and records and that I won't even go down the list. But thank you guys for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. There they go. It's Rachel MacArthur. It's Brandon McGordy. This is Pace the Nation. We'll take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Brandon McGordy and Rachel MacArthur for joining us here on Pace the Nation, two of the best athletes in the country running-wise, and really, really cool. I mean, they, they did a great job. Um, I don't know how old they are, 17, 18. Very well done, well-spoken, and, and, and a good job in front of the mic. But, you know, dealing with high school kids, I can tell you half of them can't make complete senses all the time. So, So, yeah. Yeah, I I was pretty impressed. Um, I mean, you know, I... I was expecting yes, no sometimes, and right. we didn't get that. So, you know. They elaborate. I think they've, you know, at this point, they've probably done all these interviews and flow track and mile split, which is great that all that co- coverage is out there, but they're, they're pros. They, they Maybe they should guest host next time. Um, what am I not doing a good no, job? No, you're doing a great job, Scott. You're doing a great job. All right, a couple other things to get to uh, on the program today. I mentioned at the top that we had two previous guests that were – Sort of in the news, uh, I wanted to mention that Dave Cahill, he was on the episode right before the Four Courts Four Miler. Uh, he is the general manager of the Four Courts Pub over there in Arlington. Uh, he is a star runner now, uh, star age group runner. And an article came out in the Washingtonian uh, in the health section, and it is entitled, How I Got This Body, the Irish pub manager who gave up fish and chips and started running. So uh, it has got two pictures of Dave, one in his uh, West Limerick Athletic Club jersey after running the Boston Marathon, and another one um, from years before in a, um, looks like he's in some sort of formal getup, and he looks uh, a lot better in the singlet than he did before. So a really cool article. We will tweet that out. Uh, He is the general manager of Ireland's Four Courts, and he said, uh, and he talked about a little bit about on on this show. You know, he weighed 215 pounds, and he is way down from that weight. Cool article. Glad that uh, the Washingtonian profiled him. Another uh, another person that was kind of in the news. You know, we we talked to uh, Joanna. We talked to Grace Foster mm-hmm. uh, from Back of My Feet, and we did a Faces of Pacers on her. And I just wanted to mention her background of being in a foster home, uh, getting a full time job, supporting herself when she was nine years old. Just an amazing, amazing story. Uh, Cool interview that we had her on talking about back on my feet, but just an amazing background that we didn't touch on. So I wanted to mention that uh, really cool story about Grace Foster. So we want to tweet that article out. All right, Scott. Well, you did an awesome job, man. I really appreciate, you know, Scott and I had been back and forth about getting him on the show um, as a guest, you know, talk about high school running and some of his athletes. And Sorry we couldn't make that happen, but I'm glad this worked out. So thank you for um, making the time to be a guest host. Uh, you did a great job, man. Thanks. I, I think this is better than being a guest. I got to sit and see everything. Yeah, that was all. No, no doubt. You were in the behind-the-scenes meeting beforehand. Um, you sat in the hot box here in Clarendon. I mean, it is literally 110 degrees in here on our 110 episode. I know we didn't make mention I, of We're still making that joke. No, <laughs> I don't know if we are, but... I was saying before, I understand why you guys talk about the heat every day. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> well, we're working on the air. We're working on the air. I mean, just to pull back the curtain totally, we have a fan going, um, but we can't have the fan on because we want to make it, you know, the, the soundproof the room. So we have to close the door. I mean, there was a point where Rachel was uh, grabbing her sleeve and kind of wiping her face. Uh, I felt bad. So thank you for uh, you powering through and Rachel and Brandon for uh, sitting through. Uh, Joanna, I think, is passed out <laughs> because yeah, it's so Yeah, thanks hot. for doing the heavy lifting today, Scott. Yeah. You are welcome. Yeah, you did a great job. It's Scott Silverstein. He's the head coach of track over at Churchill High School. Uh are you going to, you're not going to Greensboro next week, are you? No, I have to work. You got to work. Yeah, that's right. Well, good luck to Julie as she competes in Greensboro. Uh, your athlete is competing uh, in the steeplechase next week. And of course, good luck to our guests, uh, Brandon McGordy, who's going to be at New Balance Nationals, and then Rachel MacArthur, who will be out in Seattle at that Brooks meet. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. We also have a store up in Princeton, New Jersey, uh, 7 Palmer Square up there in Princeton, New Jersey. And as I mentioned earlier in the program, the Pride shirts are going, and they're going fast. So get them while you can over at our 14th Street location. All right, great show, guys. Uh, thanks again to Brandon McGordy of Chantilly High School, Rachel MacArthur of Patriot High School. Also a special thanks to Ryan McGordy for making the trip out here and hanging out at, outside the studio, uh, getting them here. Also, big thanks to Scott for joining us here in studio. Man, you did a great job today. We're going to have to have you again. All right, we'll have to do that again. It's Scott Silverstein of Churchill High School. Great coach, big fan of P PTN, so thanks for joining us today, Scott. All right, for William E. Docks, who will hopefully be back next week, for Joanna E. Russo, I am Chris Farley. This is Space Nation. We'll see you next week.